0: hello everybody welcome to this episode of sonic talk it's probably not happening as you expect it because i've just realized all the streaming credentials are wrong so this will be happening somewhere out there on youtube probably have to find it um, at at your own leisure but you have had all the pre-show and everything Uh, this is the music technology podcast this is all things to do with music technology including synthesizers software drum machines all that kind of thing everything you might want to kind of be availed of in the world of music production and live production all of those things Uh, we've got a great set of guests here just want to say hello to everybody in the chat room somehow managed to find it there will be a few technicals I had to rebuild the streaming server um, at short notice and I don't think I got everything quite lined up so a few things will work a few things won't but be rest assured it will be working for next week now I'm pretty sure uh, I might have made a couple of uh, (laughs) a couple of assumptions there that your credits will will appear in the credits but it's, given the technical issues we're having, that may or may not happen, but it would be certainly <laughs> happening the week after. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much, everyone. So let's get on to some guests. Uh, we'll start over here. Well, let's start with Gaz. We've got Gaz over there in Bristol. Uh, Gaz, I, you're probably suffering in as much the same way as I've been uh, with the heat up there. It's been tremendously hot. Uh, yeah. and, and I've been review- I've been trying to review the Roland IRA uh, Compact S1 uh, but oh, one of our guests is, well most people have already beat me to it but uh, that was quite challenging in this <laughs> yeah. heat. how have you been finding it and what are you up to
1: uh yeah cool uh yeah lots of stuff um yeah, getting uh new Euroraki kinda live stuff together. Gonna do a stream tonight, so join me at eight PM if you want to see what I'm up to. Um so I'll be uh, showing some of the stuff that I've been messing around with on the show tonight. Um what cool things. Meant to be at Glastonbury Festival. I was gonna I had a really great gig there, but uh the guitarist Andy, he got he landed this amazing job with Mr. Will Gregory, actually. Um which meant that we had to blow out our Glastonbury gig. So oh. I'm not, oh, no. I'm not, I'm not cross. No, it's good. He got, it's a great job. So, you know, I, uh, that's the thing in there. If you're a session musician and like the bands I play in, you know, made up of session musicians, it's just, it's just par for the course. It's just a bit unfortunate oh, sometimes, it, but yeah, it's the life. Yeah. yeah. It, it's the life. Yeah.
0: Well, lovely to hear from you guys. Nice to have you here. We've also got uh, Paulie Bow, uh, a magical synth adventure. I would press the money uh, money button, but I don't have it. Um, as I said, that didn't come, that, that didn't make, make the move over. How are you?
2: I'm good. I'm prepping my own live uh, set, which is good, for next weekend. So the first live gig I've done in approximately five years. So we'll see what happens, really. I'm looking forward to the jeopardy of it. I'm looking forward to, you know, um, people calling out random requests that I can't actually do, you know, things like that. All of the fun <laughs> it's all, of a live game. It's all loaded off, Inappropriate all loaded off requests. floppy disk, right? <laughs> Can you do Freebird or something? Uh, yeah, it is actually. I, it, I am backing up some stuff on floppy disks. I'm calling you wow, bluff. Nick, that's pretty- So yeah. Wow, that's
0: pretty extreme. That is pretty impressive. Loving the T-shirt. I'm actually in my forties. That's I'm a great in my shirt. my
2: forties. Yeah. Because people <laughs> think it's a, uh, a Ninja me- Turtles shirt. Yeah. Yeah. They do. It, well, they story. do it up to sixties apparently. So that's oh good. really? Well, funny yeah. story I'm about buy that. One when every we ten did. Years.
0: Uh, Back in the day when I used to release music, we did uh, Tom's Diner, which I've told the story many times. And to- yes. we were kept off the top spot by the Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, so it oh. has a certain <laughs> resonance with oh. me.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't know. Oh my goodness. It's
0: all right. <laughs> Trigger it's, warning. It's not traumatic. I, I, it's fine. I'm fine. Honestly, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm really? honestly I'm, I'm a- fine. I'm over it now. Anyway, we also have a special guest. We have Mr. Florian from uh, Audio Pills, uh, Bad Gear, uh, who's there in Vienna in his uh, sweltering studio. He beats us all when it comes to temperatures, but uh, lovely to see you, Florian. How are you?
3: I'm doing great. It's hot as hell here, but apart from that, I'm really glad to be here and thanks for having me.
0: You're more than welcome. I, I mean, we've got uh, we've got a few questions, obviously. Uh, if you haven't seen Florian stuff, uh, uh, I mean, you've sort of taken the internet by storm and it's not an inconsiderable amount of work. I'm just going to see where I can find... Don't mind if I play a clip, you're not going to bust me on YouTube, are you? Uh, uh, <laughs> hopefully. I think it's this one. Yes, here we go. And uh, this actually, which actually... This is a sample of your work. Massive amounts of editing work goes into this. It's astonishing, really love this <laughs> yeah and the s1 well, made it the i s1
3: the show about the world
0: so i i the one thing that i will say you know your energy level when presenting is uh, astonishing the amount of kind of pace and stuff you put into those videos i mean how long does an episode take you on on average because there's so much stuff i mean it's literally every third word you're th- Firing up a synth meme or a kind of uh, some kind of GIF or whatever—it just looks like such a massive amount of work.
3: The thing is that usually a bad guy episode takes me a week if I keep to somewhat humane uh, like amounts of work per day. Uh, so yeah, every every week there's a bad Gear episode, and every week I gotta w- work the whole week on that episode, more or less. I'm getting a bit better at that, so I I am a bit ahead at the moment. But yeah, stuff like, for example, Superbooth messes this, like, advantage. Tot- so mess- 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 messes this up completely again, of course.
0: Yeah, well, I suppose the trick is is to get as much content you can reuse. <laughs> at Superb, in fact, we did an interview there, didn't we? It was great fun. I just realised as I watched it back, I was like, it was me on Saturday morning, looking really sort of crumpled, deflated, and worn out. I really, oh. fe- I felt like I should have probably had a stylist or somebody kind of go, No, don't. Can you move the camera up a little bit to uh, to, <laughs> to hide some of his chins, make him not look quite so tired? But uh, it was great fun talking to you, though. I must admit,
3: the pleasure was all mine. I really enjoyed that. And people really like it, definitely.
0: It's good fun, all, all done in yeah. good fun. And it, uh, the thing about it is, all of it is, you know, it's very, it's very sort of gentle and, and tongue in cheek. And it's, that's a difficult tone to maintain without getting, because people seem to be pre-wired at the moment to get really uppity and angry and pissed off and let, mm. let, let their comment, let, let you know that. But you don't seem to, well, at least as far as I've seen, you don't seem to get a, an awful lot of that. People get, the angle that you're coming from which is always very nice to see
3: the thing is there is a healthy proportion of of people who got the idea right from the start and uh they and i'm really thankful that they are to a certain degree protecting me so if somebody gets really really angry in the comment section or or like uh, gets really pissy people will like protect me from that to a certain degree. So my comment section, which I hang out a lot in, because this is where I get most of the ideas from, and uh, I I really owe a lot to these people, more or less everything. So uh, yeah, this is a very good place, a very positive place, especially given the topic that we're dealing with. And uh, this is much appreciated.
0: Yeah, well, that that's definitely a big thing. I mean, we we can say much the same thing about our own community. I mean, the occasional rogues that come in. Oh, well, yeah, I should say thanks to Wagyu for specifically on the live stream, and for he does that for other people as well. Just kind of keeping keeping that sort of stuff out of out, out of the comment stream. I don't I don't know how much stuff he has to do because I don't see it. So I'm I'm hoping it's not too much, but it as you increase in popularity you tend to attract more people so a broader spectrum some of whom are likely to be crazy how do manufacturers um react when you've done it? have you because they i could imagine some because some people some product specialists are very uh, take things very very personally. I've had things when I've done a review and I've literally had to defend myself from going, well, yeah, but this was this was executed poorly or it didn't. No, you don't understand. That's not how it's supposed to. Be, but it, but that's the the end user experience. You know, do you do you find yourself defending yourself from irate um, evangelists of their own products?
3: N- not at all. The funny thing is that right in the beginning, when I started the channel, there was like one manufacturer I'm not going to name now uh, who who like. He threatened me on Facebook, but it was a very small manufacturer. Uh, and but this was like the only instance where I was like directly confronted with stuff like that. And yeah, as you have seen at Superbooth, there are quite a few manufacturer who manufacturers who have never heard of the show, which is perfectly fine with me, and like made it even funnier in this particular case. Uh, and uh, yeah, more, m- most of them are, at least aware of what I'm doing and they, to a certain degree, respect it. I mean, uh, the thing is, um, for example, Polyand is probably the only manufacturer who actually approached me with gear because they don't give a damn, because they have different (laughs) problems, obviously. I mean, they are used to trolls of all kinds, so they don't mind a professional troll like me, doing some kind of like like video marketing for them. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's
0: like a badge of honour, isn't it? It's that sort of thing. I mean, as as uh, I don't know who said it. Somebody said it, but any publicity uh, is... Even bad publicity is good, at least publicity, isn't it? So it's in some times. Yeah. And we've seen it before. There are certain manufacturers who thrive on that kind of thing, and it seems to work pretty well for them, so that's fine. Yeah. Anyway, I, I just wanted to have a little bit of i um, I've got a couple of other things. I don't know if anybody's got any bad gear. I had... Uh, this was one... This, I know this is another Roland. I wonder whether or not this might make it. And it's not that it's bad; it's just got a really <laughs> terribly <laughs> difficult interface to use. I know Paulie's he a does. big fan of this, but in terms of the the, the actual menu, it's a nightmare. But it, it, the actual results are, are are incredible. And I know it didn't, it didn't make box. it, did it? On your uh, yeah, didn't make it on, on on yours.
3: It's 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 rising uh, to the top of my list, uh, but it hasn't made it yet. I mean, it's one piece of gear at a time, Uh, and like things like the MC one MC one hundred one is as it's a full fledged groove box. It's a bit more work than like a simple monosynth, so I would have to like plan a bit in advance and like get some extra time for like trying to figure out the sequence and try, trying to figure out every, every nook and cranny of the user interface so people don't bust me for not, not knowing essential stuff about that piece of gear.
0: That's a nightmare. Well, I have to say, a collab you're...
3: on that...
2: <laughs>
3: yeah. Yes, great idea, great idea. Oh, They're well, there we it. go. The,
0: I think the one thing that I will say is, uh, I mean, because your uh, uh, Ira Compact S1 uh, piece is, mm-hmm. is nine minutes long, and you summarized it excellently and had loads of gags in my review is nearly a half an hour long and i didn't even cover everything that you did so i'm feeling very inadequate at the moment but i have got (laughs) another one for you i put you uh i put i put to you the um the cheetah whoa ms yeah ms6 which is is a Uh, six-part multi-timbral synth that you access via i think it's a uh sysx and not sysx sorry hexadecimal, hexadecimal hexadecimal everything that yeah in terms of interfaces possibly
2: that is yet. nothing that is nothing nick can you trump that okay e- evolution evs1 yeah. yeah you can't even edit it from the front panel you need an atari st to do any editing oh wow then, okay um, And it's got like four four operator fm on it um i don't want to like turn my laptop around and like it might fall off
0: no i understand
2: four op fm some of the sounds are very good but oh my goodness
3: yeah it's hard to get into (laughs) Uh, one one piece of gear again again a roland that i I had on the show and i was not able to crack the 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 sysx code of that thing to really operate it from the sysx perspective was the mt32 like that one pre pre-general yes. midi unit that more or less initiated general midi and uh, was mm. mainly used by gamers but then found its way into some m- musician setups and stuff like that and i tried to tweak it while sysx and i uh, even contacted some people who are better at that and i completely failed i just didn't manage mm-hmm. to do it at all
0: it's really tough well it's the same yeah. it's essentially the same as the d110 um which is what i, yeah. I didn't go yeah. for the d110 i went i've got a d110 and i used it across most of my professional career musically. i know the base uh, like, of
3: tom steiner is d d110 as we already talked about that's cool
0: yep that's true that's very true
3: can i ask you to drop your um, game can i drop
0: can i ask you to drop a couple of dbs off your gain it's just getting a little bit uh, um Sorry, saturated yeah. there no that's no problem we'll that get okay? there yeah let me just bring your level okay back now? up and we'll yeah, that's much better. Thank you very much.
2: That's brilliant. I um, will mark on that um, for next. Time. Yeah,
0: cool. Gaz, have but you yeah. got any? Uh, have you got any candidates? Oh God,
2: absolutely. Actually, I can
0: grab one <laughs> now. I, I know. Show us your bag, Show us your. Marriott has come close
1: to this one, very close, but not quite. Hang on. <laughs> okay, he's going to be
3: back in an hour. Is he coming back?
1: <laughs> well. I have two contenders, one of which is downstairs and is way too heavy to bring up, and that is the Alesis Fusion. I uh, want that so bad. I want that one so bad.
2: uh,
0: (laughs) And then the other one. Maybe you can have yours, guys. (laughs) Yeah,
3: I mean, yeah. (laughs) But the canal has gone a bit wider over the last few years. so. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
1: But this...
3: Oh, God. Oh, damn it. Oh I, got the four, I got this the 48. This is the 69. I got the 48.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is the big boy, the 96, the ARC, which I foolishly made <laughs> my, my pick of uh, NAM 2016, <laughs> if you remember rightly, Nick. Um, but yes, I've got to is. say, this is probably the horriblest,
3: horriblest piece of equipment I've ever used, no. actually. Uh, yes. I have, I have to say, there is one. There's one piece of groovebox gear from that time that is even worse, which which is the one Casio groovebox that looks like a oh, Millennium the Falcon.
1: Millennium Falcon! Oh, uh, the, yes. the
3: Trackformer. This is yeah. by far among the worst grooveboxes ever made. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's funny. Actually, I'm Whether still getting like a duet PTSD with the, from that. Should,
0: <laughs> yeah. A duet with the Arc and the oh, actually, yeah. look. I, next super be booth incredible. what there needs to be is a bad gear uh star wars band Store. um wow sort of <laughs> gig you know so you play yeah. and you all have to play like the most difficult and, and <laughs> you could do that okay? that's easy but it takes but uh, as part of the gig you have to program and set it up so that it works that's what yeah this thing some... spoiler,
3: spoiler sorry spoiler Spoiler, spoiler <laughs> alert, I'm currently thinking and uh, contemplating uh, getting my own booth next to the booth. <laughs> that would be amazing. Okay. Like, because it was, it, was so, it was so tedious running around that I just want peace, people to sure. come to my place there because it's so much more mm. comfortable. And just partying three days because it was too much work. That sounds much better. And like streaming three days nonstop. Yeah.
0: Interesting idea. And it
3: shouldn't be that much work, should it? It shouldn't yeah, be that, I mean, well, it was. Work. I was. I was super well prepared, and I had like a lot of ideas, and it turned out to be much more work than I originally anticipated. And in this, mm. it's such a great, it's such a great festival, like party, like whatever it is, and I just want to have fun there. It would be so yeah, great just well, to hang out
0: wouldn't it I, I i mean i yeah i confess Great it's idea. the same for us i mean we have to work pretty hard but it's it's good yeah. it's good it's a good kind of work uh we could do a topic um uh, why not i mean we've uh, okay let's get into uh, a topic I, I could see that nothing is working uh, in terms of the automated stuff but uh, i'll just pretend that i'm i'm just gonna blah, blah i don't care we'll do a topic anyway here we go Yep, the new Wave States. Uh, where basically Korg seemed to have uh, taken the tiny form of uh, essentially the what was inside the original Wave State, which I don't know, it might have been a Pi Zero or a Pi uh, Raspberry Pi, and some other stuff, admittedly, and sort of plonked it onto a much larger keyboard, and and kind of given it a few more Pro connections and whatnot. But they've also given it more DSP power. I think the uh, the SC or is it the Mark II? I forget which one it is. One, you get the 96 voices, and the other one, you get 120 voices. Loop Pop, as ever, has a video out where it shows all of that stuff going on. And they also, because each, each layer of the way, because it's an insanely complex instrument, each yeah. of the layers uh, up to four can take up to two voices each, so you can pretty quickly get through them. But it is... I mean, it's a very impressive instrument. I must admit, and I, it sounded a lot better in uh, Luke Pop's hands when he was working on the SE. He obviously found some new I found it so hard to review because it was it, it was literally it was like a nineties ad uh, car commercial soundtrack meets <laughs> a manual that's probably this thick. I mean, it's so insanely complicated, and it's it's quite yeah. hard to get away from those sort of sounds because of the wave step, the wave sequencing, and the way that it works. But I mean, good. Good news for, uh, for for lovers of that, because I think a lot of people found and still find, you know, that kind of uh, wave state, this, uh, um, the Op 6, that form factor perhaps just a little bit restricting if they're actually a keyboard player. Um, I would also like to point out that Jem Godfrey, who's an occasional uh, guest on the show, plays with Frost. He would have come on, but he's actually touring with his two wave states. Mm. And he said the problem was he wished that they would just upgrade the uh, the power supply because he got through two power supplies in one week of touring on the original Wave State Little Wave State reissue because it's just not robust enough and that is never good, right? I don't know. um, I'm going to come to you, Paulie, because uh, you had some opinions on this and this is right up your strasser, as it were, because you know you own a lot of these kind of instruments.
2: I do. Interestingly, I didn't get a Wave State. Um, Oh. Do you, I didn't buy a wave state because I've already got a, a Cognautilus C, which is a similar sort of wave sequencing vibe to it in the HD1 engine. So I use that for my wave sequencing stuff. <clears throat> I know that Wave State um essentially has more complex wave sequencing with more lanes and you know more different types of tracks, but um the the other instruments from Korg offer a bit more cross-modern stuff. That was kind of the, the thing lacking for wave state for me. You know, like, like just a touch of FM or... I mean, there is a wave shaper um, effect, but it's only sort of monophonic. You can't, you know, do it polyphonically. Um, but essentially, this this new release, I get what they've done perhaps to kind of save on research and development they've plonked the the panel circuit board maybe in a bigger case and kept everything you know centralized um, there it is there. I would have preferred that panel over to the left perhaps because i I sent the the guys um last night an image of the core radius uh, where it gave you a nice it gave you the panel, and it gave you a nice bit to the side where you could stick. A yeah,
0: well, I like the and like the So I thought tool.
2: that'd be much better. And summit exactly, yeah. Summit
0: yeah. or the, yeah. the the Wave State Deluxe, you know, not the Wave State, the yes. uh, uh, Hydrosynth Deluxe, where you can put they even Deluxe. add an extra shelf so you can put more stuff on it, you know, and it makes yes. total sense. I agree.
2: It does. Um, so this, the all I'll say is that the forums haven't really been that kind on the design. Um, So I think that some people who absolutely love the wave state and really get it and want a a more powerful and uh, better built wave state might go for this, but a lot of people are like it might be a little bit of a a misfire from Korg Um, and essentially for me, because I'm okay with touch screens and things like that the, the Nautilus is a much better value in terms of synthesis for me, because you get the VA stuff, you get the uh, corpus strong stuff, and things like that. So, that yeah, was kind yes, of my, my view play. on it, yeah, yeah, fair enough, yeah.
0: I, I'm no gas, I don't rea- know if
3: sorry, it's go, really go, expensive, go, too, boy. isn't it? It's it really is expensive, is. too, two grand, yeah.
0: Well, it seems yeah. about par for the course, but I mean, you are getting 120 yes. voices of it, I mean, so that's yes. that's a decent amount. A we'll decent see, amount yeah. of DSP. I mean, I don't know I don't know how much DSP equates, you know. I mean, DSP... Yeah. I mean, if they, if, if they still... Um, maybe they had to redesign it because they can't get any Raspberry Pis anywhere else. I wanted to buy a Raspberry Pi, and it's gone up by four or five times the original price, so maybe that's what's done um, it.
1: Yeah, interesting. I was going to ask about the Raspberry Pi. The original was running on a Raspberry Pi, wasn't it? Um, I,
0: I don't know if it was, actually. I, I think how, the FM... So I think the mod... F, FM, the Op 6 yeah. did... Had a, a zero in it, but I don't know whether the other stuff was does, the other possibly. one in that
1: range as well. What was that one called? Mod Wave. Oh, the Mod Wave, yeah. Uh, I get mixed up between them. So uh, the, the Mod Wave was this one, though. The Wave State is essentially the Wave, uh, the Wave Station update, isn't it? This yeah, one, essentially. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that was running a, a Raspberry Pi. I was just kind of curious if it is indeed running on the same platform where the users of the originals can actually whip out their Raspberry Pis <laughs> and uh, chug in a new <laughs> one. Um,
0: well, that would I mean, be, well, be kind of interesting, wouldn't it be? I mean, it's like catalytic converters, you know. You, yeah. Basically, you buy the Op 6 and the Mod 6 to take out the Raspberry Pi because you can sell it for three times more than the <laughs> original six. <series. laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's funny.
1: But, I mean, uh, we've just seen this now, haven't we, with the new Ableton uh, Push 3 with a swappable... Internals, really. So uh, yeah. once they kind of, you know, you can update it. Uh, but I mean, it'd be interesting to see if that's the case here. I don't think it will be. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm obviously moving it up market, but moving it up market in these different tiers as well, isn't it? So with like three tiers: the Wave State Two, the Wave State SE, and then the Wave State. What's the other one called? The, the top one, the Wave State SE or Platinum? That's right. I think what it it's called, Platinum. Platinum. Yeah. Uh, so what? That's about what's about two thousand. 300 or so, two, and then the other one's in 2000. Check, yeah, so I was just kind of, I was just interested in that. One of the things, uh, one of the selling points I think, of the SE I think is the fact that it's got uh, release velocity as well as attack velocity. Um, so I was kind of but, curious about whether the wave, state, wave statiness or whatever will really benefit from how quick it comes off. But I'm looking at that though and thinking 2000 around a 2000 pound mark and it doesn't have poly aftertouch the way that things are moving that way seems a little odd however that uh release velocity it might
0: is yeah another... it might it might it might actually allow you to it might respond to it but i think the problem is is mpe key beds are so uh they're hmm. still so expensive i don't know I, i'm having a real internet issues here at the moment I hope <laughs> it's not going to cause any problems but uh we'll yeah. just come on Florian have you played with any of the
3: any of this range no not at all and the thing is um after you sent me the links to what we could be talking about today I did a little research on what wave sequencing actually is and I wasn't able to find any like definitive answer to that and like the differences between wave sequencing and wave tables and yeah. if there is a ski jam preset on it and yeah stuff like that
2: probably likely yeah, that I don't, there's I... Ski Jam on it. <laughs> it's probably <laughs> likely they've put Ski Jam in. Yeah, it's well, still I, still I seem struggling. to remember... I mean,
0: yeah, no, it's an impressive thing. I mean, good for them, and I, I'm sure they'll do okay. But, I mean, as we see with a lot of these major manufacturers, they will continue to... Uh, um, to rinse their technology uh, for as long as possible, but I think people are asking for bigger versions of these, and that 's fair enough i mean i 'm really yeah. big I was a big fan of the uh, the op six uh, we actually bought one uh, yes. love, i love i haven 't had a chance to play with it i mean it is insane i think when i in my review i, I kind of uh, was 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 talking about just the sheer number of modulation possibilities was absolutely insane on the wave state. I mean, yeah. it's really kind of bonkers. It is, and if you want to get in and tweak it, I can't remember if there is an editor for it, but it's one of those synths that would really benefit from it, and I'm sure there must be by now. But uh, I, I can recommend it. I th- in fact, I think there is because I think Loop Pop's showing um, the editor that comes with it. Because you can buy it as a VST only as well, can't you? I seem to remember they released it as a, as, a, as a. So I guess you can connect the two up and, and, and do all of that stuff. So that would be. That'd be cool. Anyway, that was, that was worth mentioning. I thought it was up there. Um, yes, I seem to be getting a lot of uh, connection issues here, which is, we'll just have to suck it and see. So uh, let's see what's next. Um, ah, yeah, of course, our friend Heimbach. Nuclear drums. This is. This is. Uh, it's uh, actually a really I'm interesting to release because it's.
2: To have you back. Well, I'll let him I to got him together himself. with the drummer of my very first band, Ansgar Schere. The goal was to create drum loops that sound like nothing else. First, I set up a bunch of nice microphones around the rather beat-up drum kit in my old family home in the Black Forest.
0: It's always very compelling watching Heimak talk about stuff. And this is, you know, his his massive collection of really obscure electronics that often used for sort of detecting particle changes in nuclear experiments from the 1950s <laughs> and 1960s. I mean, why wouldn't a drum kit sound good going through that? I mean, you ask yourself, but sure. there's obviously loads of parallel. The interesting thing, though, is he's actually released this via Bandcamp. So it's actually an album yeah. that you could buy and you get all the samples. I think it's uh, 256 loops and 250 hit one-hit samples, uh, for €10. Euros. It's a really interesting idea, which I think is also kind of cool Definitely. as well. Um, yeah, I mean, Heimbach is is uh, is a very uh, compelling artiste, I would say. This looks really interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah I mean, he's uh, c- continuing... I mean, this, he, this continues his kind of foray into software now. This is, gosh, what, fifth, sixth, seventh, maybe? Uh, and yet, you know there's still plenty of interest in what he does because it's so unique and so interesting. Um, My first thought about this was, uh, you know, it is various forms of distortion. It sounds like, and I guess some kind of filtering. Um, Yeah. And uh, I I was just kind of curious just how much that gear, you know, I mean, yes, you, you feed the drums through it and it does that stuff. Um, But like, I've got the analogue heat behind me and with all the different modes on that, you get all sorts of interesting sounds if you feed drums through it. So I was just kind of curious what actually what's actually happening to the to the sound to give it mm. anything that you maybe couldn't get with more you know modern traditional gear
0: um or very specific it... notch not very specific notch filtering i'd imagine also mm. insane amounts of gain because they're amplifying for they're yeah. looking for very tiny signals at a particle level so i guess right. the the amplitude that is required to kind of to move a needle or whatever it has to do to indicate something's <clears> changed or you know uh, time to shut the facility down, we're all going to explode, whatever it may be, you know, that those have to be, the amount of mm. gain and sensitivity is probably what makes them unique. And those uh, Brule yeah. and Kaya filters, those amazingly tight Q filters, uh, which are lovely. Mm. I mean, I've, we used one uh, briefly, we used it on, i trying to remember what it was, it was a, it was a remix of Strict Machine, a golf Rap track, and it's the it's at the beginning, and it's just got this incredibly beautiful slow sweep, which so is massive, you know, like knob on it it's a great piece of equipment to use and i guess that's the other thing as well you know you when you're dialing it in you just these old school interfaces make you interact th- with things in different ways as well i always right. wondered i want to see he must have a drawer full of <coughs> uh format adapters so banana plug to sure, bnc yeah. to whatever i bet you he's got a massive collection <laughs> of those which might also be fascinating i, I don't know
2: uh, paulie yes I heard a few, um, I heard a few, especially of the snares. Uh, there was a light, a little, um, part of it where there were lots of colour-coded tracks on the screen. And there were a few of the snares especially in there that really made my ears prick up and go, aye aye, that sounds pretty, pretty cool, pretty special, so I'll probably get this, to be honest. Um, and, you know, use it and, uh, perhaps even mangle it further in some of my old, Lo-fi equipment. I just wanted to mention my favourite piece of uh, equipment for mangling drums. It's the Boss DF2 Super Feedback ah. and Distortion. It's Classic. designed for guitarists. It's really nice. It's designed for guitarists. So when you hit a note and then you hold down the pedal, um, it makes a wobbly triangle oscillator, which sounds like fake feedback. But it will if you feed it like a 909 kick or something, it will try and clamp on to the fundamental frequency and it doesn't always get it right. And it will create this ominous, low distorted drone um, and run that drone and the drums through distortion at the same time. So it's just blooming mm, brill. Interesting. So if you can get one of those cheap. Um, I'll probably do a video on it at some point. Um, but Are they distorting still distorting drums. Are hmm, they still cheap? I think, because I thought they I mean, would no, have got mine really for expensive. got about 60 quid really okay. oh dear i, I might I have a look it. it's it's one of those things isn't it where you uh you have these little um little things that you've bought ages ago cheap and then you look online and it's suddenly you know really expensive but yeah, yeah they're, they're really you know good if way. you can get one yes yeah <laughs> for stereo
3: <laughs> so i've, I mean, I've but... got
0: this imi- i've got this image of you Florian, with uh you've got loads of kind of uh weird video processing stuff for all of the effects that you do and you do that in analog no. that's in my head obviously
3: <laughs> no nothing no. of that it's just okay. like stock final cut pro and uh, no plugins no add-ons just like the basic stuff and a lot of pirating on youtube <laughs> right like com- completely completely given a damn about any form of copyright or licensing or whatever Complete disregard of everything about that
0: well, I think you're fine as long as you don't use the audio. If you use the video, nobody yeah, cares yeah. because I don't think the, the algorithms aren't tuned for that. But if you use the audio, you're screwed.
3: No, they, 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 they also don't care because it's in their interest to have that kind of like meta content because YouTube is mainly meta content, people reacting to people reacting to people reacting on stuff. So, yeah. so it would, they would completely fail if they banned this. And as Google is more powerful than any state on this planet, they can more or less do what they want.
0: Yeah, well, well, I don't know, not for long. I think the, the, I I heard, I was listening to uh, uh, this week in tech, it was a great podcast, and they were saying that, you know, all these various uh, fines that have been, you know, we hear in the news over the last 10 years, Google have been fined X, Y, or Z, you know, they haven't paid any of it yet. They are all yeah. in the state of appeal. So if they lost it all at once, they'd have to pay something like sort of ten billion euros <laughs> in fines that they wow. haven't paid up to this point. Yeah. So that could probably shut the whole whole thing down. <sighs> so they're, they're, so you never know. I'm too not powerful sure to fail.
3: That. I don't know. Have you Have you ever been in an office at a Tuesday at 10 a.m. when Google services failed? Oh sure. Everything yeah, well, no, Everything we'll Everything goes. Down the drain. Uh, yeah. Nothing oh, wow. works anymore. If Google turns uh, turns off the services for a country for only an hour, uh, the the damage will be huge. So the power oh, uh, mm. Google is definitely yeah, more powerful in this regard than any state on this planet.
0: Well, I suppose that's fair enough. You could say the same about Amazon, really, because all of our services, all of the yeah. services, or mo- many of them, live on Amazon Cloud Services or Azure or Google Cloud. There's only three big cloud providers. Anyway, that's a completely <coughs> separate thing. Uh, um, sorry, but I, I didn't really get your opinion on the on <laughs> on the on the Heinbach thing. I beg your pardon.
3: Uh, all good, all good. The the thing about Heinbach is that uh, regardless of how Insta-worthy everything he does is, It's never gimmicky. This is something that is that blows my mind every single time that he really knows that kind of gear extremely well and it is Mm. always just about the music and how to bring music forward, uh, regardless of whatever tool he uses. And apart from that, it always looks awesome on Instagram, of course. (laughs) <laughs> because like yeah. all that old yeah, well, gear, it's it's just it's just fantastic. Yes. And it, with this with this experiment, this this like drum and uh, nuclear whatever equipment stuff, um, I I have to to disagree with Gas here because I I'm pretty sure I have no idea how to achieve something even even barely similar to that. Because on the on the one hand, it's extremely distorted and extremely like up to the wall and on the other hand it's it's pristine and it's it's very delicate and uh, it's very unique in, in the in the in the subtle nuances of that sounds.
0: Yeah, I think that's true. I mean, I think that, that, that very specific scientific equipment does very specific things. I mean, you know, they've generally got several kilos of very bespoke high grade components in there. So, yeah, be interesting. I mean, it's always nice to find those sort of things, isn't there, when, when you've got one. I remember, I, I don't think I've got anything like that here that's sort of not designed for purpose, that we've just sort of got, oh, everything has to go sure. through this because it does. Serve. I don't yeah. know if you've got anything like that in your department, in your studio there.
1: If you plug into the audio input into the... Redbox box abyss and put anything through it it just sounds yeah. amazing just like that
0: that's, that's cool some secret magic source. um well but the uh, sherman filter bank used to do was really good uh, um, yeah. that was massive distortion hmm. um yeah i can i just ask a very and this
1: is not relevant at all this is just a, like a personal odyssey that i've been on last week putting a new pedal board together cutting all other ah uh, that 3m double lock stuff's blow my mind have you ever used that nick just uh
0: oh yeah it's doubles yeah oh yeah it's the basis of pretty much all of our equipment
3: right oh yeah (laughs) can you bring up a picture because i don't know that
0: ah 3m double lock maybe someone in the chat room will be able to do that uh 3m double lock is like it's hook and loop it's like velcro but it's the two works no. Oh, okay, 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 sorry, it sorry. The, but it, but it's the same on both sides. So you push same it, and it sort side. of snap. It snaps together, and it's absolutely yeah. rock solid. You could use yeah, it. You turn your yeah, pedal board up.
1: Shake it, and all, and it nothing moves. That's so. the stuff. It's really that's the stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. It. Got it. So
1: I did it all. I did the pedal board, and I and I got all of the cables, everything, and MIDI, everything, all beautiful, all really great. Uh, power in it with this really nice and power supply, put the power in, and H9 mm. has de- is dead! Now, the reason I mention oh, no. this is, someone else I know H9 has died recently, so I just wanted to ask if, uh, just anyone watching this, uh, if they could, maybe, in- if they know what has gone wrong with it, just, it, it, it yeah, it's dead. I've tried pow- the original power supply, other power supplies, blah, 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 but um, most expensive Ooh. pedal I've ever bought, and it's dead. <laughs> Sorry, totally Ouch. not relevant. Oh. But I just wanted to know. Oh, see yeah, if no, else. I can
0: understand. I can understand why you might want it some uh, some, so some psychological support on that.
1: <laughs> got everything <laughs> feel, yeah. just right. Everything was just right. You know, I was shaking the pedal board. Nothing fell off. That was before I'd actually plugged it in. Plugged it in.
0: Oh, why is the H9 not powering up? Could it be? Could it be the polar? Oh. I've got a similar story actually because I built a rack uh, for touring. Uh, back when I had a studio uh, and was doing live sound. So I had like a touring rack, which had a bunch of effects in it and, and things that I would want to take out of the studio. I had Elko connectors, so I would take a Tails or just plug it into my patch bay. It was beautiful. And I got this guy uh, to build me a toroidal power supply with multiple taps on it that would do all of the things. And it cost a fortune back then. And I was like, yeah, look at me, special. One plug, all of this works. <laughs> yeah. Plugged it in okay. for the first time, got it back, plugged it in. And it was just like... <laughs> because oh, no. they shared all the, all the earth taps on the same thing. There was something wrong with that, and it just basically was completely useless. It was a complete waste of money, which was a real oh, thing. But, uh, that yeah, I've similar <laughs> similar sort of effect. Uh, but, yeah, hey,
2: what can you say? Fun.
0: Um, what, I, I can't even remember where we were going. Was there a topic, or did that just come out? <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: really
1: thought... I think we're on a new topic. We're on a new topic. Oh, then. let's
0: go. I'll tell you what. I think we need to do this, because I think this is just absolutely awesome.
2: Yes. Oh yeah. So the big buzz at the moment in controller land is MPE. MPE allows you to have expression in every fingertip. Products from Roli or the Osmos or Ableton's new Push Three allow
0: fast you. fast forward this a bit. You we'll see, basically. My God, Uh, uh, Beardy Man, who is a bona fide genius, he actually has a a photographic recall memory, which is why he's so damn good at live looping and doing this stuff, because everything's in his head all the time. I don't know what happens with somebody like that, because there must come a point where you just fill up. I mean, isn't there a point where there's no more room? It's like that Homer Simpson thing where you say, oh, I don't want to learn anything new because I'll have to forget some stuff. But with Beardy Man, (laughs) it just seems to sort of keep... Keep sort of going, and, and this is just a brilliant video, and it got me down the whole Beardy Man rabbit hole again. Uh, he's been doing some really good live jams with a guy called uh, Harry Mack, which blows your mind. Freestyle, like live looping, it's just really... And Anyway, he's. Uh, we've got an interview with him from way back, and it's now part of the Bearded trod. So because he's using uh, Reason Object, which is essentially uh, a kind of uh, a synthesizer that is works on resonators and a couple of strong stuff... Mm. The exciter is his voice, so he can essentially. Yeah. It, it's hearing what he's doing is it is kind of mind blowing. He's just said this has completely changed the Beardytron, which is you know the the kind of entire setup that he has. I was looking at some shots of it recently. It's now it seems to be six iPad Pros just with masses of control over. But this just it really blew my mind. Actually, uh, it's a it's a reason. Uh, it's a reason rack extension 99 quid for it but it looks like it's well worth it only problem is obviously you do need reason to run that and that's another 500 quid but for something like beardy man who's doing this all the time fair enough but this just looked really good i know paulie you do kind of i don't yes. know if you've got a chance to check this i mean it's it it's so impressive seeing somebody who's that got such a short distance between idea and execution like that i just it's of course. amazing
2: yeah and it just seems to spill out of him um the the textures were really good from that object uh, synth i thought um and it inspired me to think what might i have in the studio that that i could you know do something similar with and i was looking looking to my nautilus again because it's got a it's got a car engine and it's got a live audio input so i'm going to be probably after the show experimenting with that a bit and seeing if it gives me a similar vibe but yeah it's really um it's really exciting stuff when you oh that was a pun wasn't it exciting stuff uh, yeah, when you very excite much. A, a string dearie me with um, the groan's <laughs> echo around the world um, when you can excite a source with anything and go all these different kind of scrapes and plucks and uh, and I really love it when sounds sound almost like unintelligible speech but not quite and you can get some of that kind of vibe with Copless Strong uh, Yeah
0: I guess it is so, yeah, similar I, I mean I great. guess it's it's similar to, to vocoding in a way if you've got enough resolution sure. and you set it up in the right way I know, yeah. I just thought this was lovely. I don't know, but Reason is, is 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 still a very kind of separate thing. It's got a lot of loyal users, obviously. But you can, and yes. I guess Reason rack extensions, Florian. You can, you can. Run, he's running them in within Ableton Live, so it's like running Reason within I, Ableton. But yeah, wow.
3: I think the last time I used Reason was in two thousand one or something like that. So I'm. This is completely alien to me. Uh, uh, but of course, Beardy Man is is a freaking genius. I mean, that's if you watch some of the live videos of him performing, and he's not even the most famous person in that family. I mean, his brother is a really famous comedian.
0: Oh, I didn't know that.
3: It's, I think, what's his name? What's his name? Jay Foreman. Jay Foreman, yeah. Okay. Jay Foreman. Right. Yeah.
0: Hmm. I've never heard of him, so I would say Beardy Man's the most (laughs) most famous person in that family (laughs) to me, but yeah, fair. They're obviously very talented. I mean, his parents obviously had some Some smart genes going on there when they uh, they (laughs) conceived, but uh, yeah, really, it's really impressive. I know. I mean, Gaz, you did the interview with uh, Beardy Man that time, and yeah, it's. I mean, we got to get this out of the way because when you watch him do what he does, it's almost it's inconceivable to me that someone can be that. In in tune yeah. with with heavy lift heavy machinery like that, yeah, and to be so that I mean, fluent, and to be able to yeah. do that much stuff. I mean, you know, yeah, yeah. okay, jazz improvisation, Miles Davis, wow, whatever, yeah, the feel But <laughs> I mean, this tops all of that to me. It's just a stop, I just cannot get my head around how he does it.
1: Yeah so I mean uh so I mean that feature was gosh gosh 7 8 years ago maybe It's yeah. a long time ago uh and the beardytron was in uh as it's constantly evolving um and uh, so if you were to watch that feature now I don't know how much of the uh you know how much it's still relevant to his current beardytron but uh, the thing that he is um just a, just astonishing at is um you know when he in that particular inter- interview for instance he'd show me all that stuff and then when the show happened that night i you know i had that I had that insight into how he was operating it but even so i was still just utterly floored by how just fluent he was with it because he was calling out to the audience for content and also for genres so he can just
0: yeah, he can improvise, improvise completely. Improvise yeah.
1: In yeah, all yeah. these different genres. and uh, it, it is just astonishing. Um, so I think that... Uh, well, also, what, what I really did like as well, though, as much as he had all of that Beardytron set up, he had another part of the stage, which was just a microphone and I think it was just a single it's a looper. looper. Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah. You know, so he had... So he did a lot of this stuff with the Tron, but then he would go to just the microphone and just do his really old school. simple old-school thing, which in, on its own is utterly brilliant, you know. So it, it's just quite amazing that he sort of outgrown that and then grew his Tron thing, and it's still growing, and he's still being excited and being inspired by things. But, like, in this particular case now as well, it's just... Um, He's learned with his voice to, I don't know, to maybe constrict the frequencies in certain ways to get those different tones or whatever. So when he's singing into controlling the, the synth, you know, he can really pull out lots of nuance. And uh, I'd imagine it would take a lot, a lot of work to, to develop that vocal
0: dexterity. Yeah. Um, but I mean, again, well, you practices know, it's... so much. Yeah. So what do you think? What do you, I mean, what do you think about this? I mean, this almost feels like it could, you know, you could imagine people going, I, I would just, I would so buy this almost <laughs> just for, just for objects. So you're talking like a 600 pound yeah. purchase just yeah. to get objects. And it's almost, that oh. is all the video is almost compelling enough to make, make me consider that because it sounded incredible. <laughs> mm. um, yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. And I mean, and that's, I, I, I guess um, reason would be. Uh, I'm sure would be really happy about this because it's very easy to overlook reason. Reason is has been you know in continual development as well over over the years. Um, and so so when something like this comes out now, remember when Object came out and I didn't really pay that much attention to it, but now with Beardy Man, it's like whoa, okay, this is amazing. So he's like the killer app for for it, really, isn't he? Um, so yeah, I'm definitely interested in it now. Although I don't use software any more particularly, uh, so. But even so, just seeing that talent and that kind of
0: yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's almost like by implication, it's like if I buy that, I might sound a, a percentage as good. <laughs> I know, Florian. Do you use a lot of what when you? I mean, you obviously your most of your bad gear stuff is hardware. I mean, yeah. do you, But but clearly, you know, you m- must work in software a lot. I mean, do you? Do you, do you, when you're tracking your infamous tunes that you do at the beginning and the end, which are great, you know, and they obviously mm-hmm. require a lot of work, do you work, is that all happening in a DAW, you're doing it kind of the usual way or do you have a unique working method?
3: The thing is that I have a background in like normal music production. So DAWs are like, I'm pretty fluent in Ableton, let's put it this way. Uh, And I don't mind using a plugin if it's necessary. Uh, When I work on a Bad Gear episode, the first two jams are usually, except when it makes sense conceptually, uh, are hardware only. Uh, I play that as you see it on camera. And the third and final jam is usually like a full-on music production with everything in the kitchen sink. Like every trick in the book that I can pull out of the DAW, I will use. So this is more or less the workflow. Something that most people won't probably do in the daw world is I try to track as many single tracks as possible when jamming because in the heat of the moment when playing live on a setup like this it's pretty easy to mess up levels and i don't want to 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 like spoil a jam because of like yeah just like maybe put 60b more on the kick drum or something like that this is something that i i usually try to 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 do because it's more satisfying and it's most streamlined as a
0: process so are you recording that you're recording that in the daw presumably through a multi-channel audio yeah 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 so
3: i have uh, like i i have like a one of those those small rme interfaces with like 32 inputs and 34 outputs and i have like oh it's maxed out i have like there are actually thirty two channels going into my computer, and I usually don't use all of them at the same time. but yeah if I, for example, if I have like a drum machine with multiple outputs, it gets into double digits, definitely
0: right that makes a lot of sense so there's a lot of prep presumably you have to kind of prep and are you, pa- no, are you a patch pay person are you patch pay no no no
3: no th- no patch no patch base. i hate oh. patch base like well yeah uh, not not my thing at all ah, okay sorry <laughs> yeah. i brought it up i didn't mean to <laughs> <laughs> oh dear no the the thing is of course i i understand the 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 creative potential of patch base and i understand people who have like really big setups and use patch base to organize all that uh this is perfectly fine i don't want to mess with your preference with patch base but the thing is first of all it usually has a negative impact on audio quality it's like going directly into an interface usually sounds better than using a patch bay uh, and the second okay. thing is they are usually broken in some way yeah, i don't know anybody i don't, don't know, anybody, I don't know anybody who has a m- m- rather complex patch bay that isn't broken in one way or the other <laughs> and uh, the next thing is that uh yeah i don't use that much onboard. Uh, it's like all the processing, and I don't use that much processing except for the final gem, of course, uh, is in the box because I would not have the time for like printing stuff and like real time render and all that. Just yeah, mm. it's like days have 24 hours max, so yeah, no time for that. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, it's good. I mean, it's good to have a setup where you can confidently capture what it is you're doing and I, I i keep trying to set it up and i keep doing my friday jams which i do you know and i think oh yeah i really must multi-try and i never i never it's always like i oh, know i just need to go now and if i stop to know, oh, no, i need to shrug this and root this i, I should be there. i've got a yeah. blooming x32 which will record multiple channels but the thing is is with the video system what happens is everything gets bounced to four channels so there's two voices if there's a presentation and a stereo mix yeah. so i yeah. suppose i could mix it up a bit but um yeah i don't know i i, I just think it, it it's worth putting that time in to figure out how quickly to if you just go it's,
3: oh this is good it's and press it's button not to go. it's it's not that time intensive at all it's just like i have i have like mm-hmm. some of these like eight channel preamp preamplifiers mic mm-hmm. praise uh hooked up via adat and i just plug stuff in i have multi-cores hanging out of my rack i plugged it into a drum machine it's the most streamlined workflow i've i've ever come across uh there's a cable i plug it in i press record it's there yeah. and uh one of the benefits of all that is that yeah i, I can generate samples that i give to my humble my that I give to my patrons of course every week and uh I, I still have that dream of like actually making music in one way or yeah. the other so uh <laughs> there is a, like i have like tons of material there are like probably 200 albums lying around in like 20 genres so yeah maybe i have wow, okay. the time to finish to that it. when yeah. i'm old well, that, i don't
0: know it takes time yeah. i mean that's the,
3: that's interesting in the, in the old folks that... i'm gonna i'm gonna make like drum and bass jams in the old folk homes with all the samples and loops that i produced now i don't know
0: <laughs> there was not mm-hmm. there, there was a really good video wasn't there a video of somebody um messing around on a, a groove box in an old people's home
3: i can't remember where i
0: saw it i thought it was really good uh, but yeah, i, I mean, will say I,
3: sorry if everybody's already deaf so yeah it's perfect just
0: annoy that just annoy the stuff I, I wonder about patch do you think patch base came around from the sort of swanky studios Gaz, where people just wanted it to be tidy rather than anything yeah,
1: else they're right actually oh god those swanky studios so few of them now um are you
0: i i mean i'm trying i dread to think how many hours of my life i've wasted or days probably designing the new patch bay and figuring out how to make it work (laughs) then wiring it up then doing it and then the first batch of insert either hot weather or cold weather x number of the connections will go down and you've just got to unplug it and do it
3: funny Um, but but these these patch bays, (laughs) these these patch base apart from like them looking awesome uh if you have like an inside con- uh, uh, an, an inline console, like an old Neve or an old Trident or an SSL, you actually need that stuff because yeah, you can't yeah. sure. reroute everything with a tape machine. Like if you have like a 24 track tape machine and an old SSL, you need a patch bay. You won't be able to organize that without one. So this actually makes sense, but there are, aren't that many people who are working that way anymore.
0: I suppose. Gaz, have you got a patch bay? I'm, I'm feeling we're dissing them, and I, I can't remember if I've seen one in your. Uh, oh, there we go. <laughs> there's one. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> Standalone patch bay.
1: Yeah, the DF DF Audio Mini Bay, which um, it's got a lot of uh, TRS sockets on the back, and then oh, cool. you just used just little mini jacks to create the connections. Uh, there's also like a two. Uh, just passive some melts well, yeah. on there as well, yeah. Uh, this is awaiting this big job that I'm planning on doing at some point. Uh, we're going to create a big effects uh, thing, but still haven't got around to it. But oh, one I've, um,
2: I've been doing a lot of rewiring lately. I tell you what. Um, actually, if I move my laptop, maybe you can see. So ah, reamping. I've got. I've got, like, basically, I've got another FireWire audio interface, and I've got dual ASIO set up, so I can use two audio interfaces at once. Um, And then I've got a couple of MIDI processors, Boss VF1, that nice pitch shifter from Boss, and then a couple of lexicons that I've basically got now without effort as as SENS just no effort whatsoever switch on the the rack okay. and send one of the the f- essentially firewire audio things out to them and then, then get my the audio password, back right. yes so so essentially i really like being able to patch things in like florian just when i need it but i i was using certain effects quite a lot so i was like okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just permanently wire those ones up. Yeah. And there we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah.
3: It's like, a, it's mean, like it's, a mixture. It's 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 funny because I used to have a setup that was like pre-wired and everything at my fingertips and MIDI audio, everything ready. Yes. And uh, it did not really help me from a creative point of view at all. I mean, this is something sure. that I came across when I started the channel that the only way to, to actually make music that i feel comfortable with is like yeah building a setup recording it like a band it's like yeah this is like this machine is the drummer this machine is the guitar player this machine is the keyboard player and so on and so forth and press record and then record it and then make mm, a track out of it this is the only way that actually works for me and like this 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 preset setups uh, kind of like yeah they 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 yeah, block yeah. me in a way, but it's a personal thing. If you have yeah. if you have a setup that is like everything all at once, and it works for you. That's great. It just doesn't work with me.
2: My friend um, Anders Jensen, he's quite a, a popular yeah. YouTuber. He's got everything midi up. He's got like a hundred rack synths all on one MIDI note, and I was like, okay, and and that was quite a clickbaity video. So. He's a cool guy, Anders, but he's got everything on Recall, but I like a kind of mixture. I like um, when when Inspiration Strikes to just plug a couple of things in, you know, and then maybe use the instrument for quite a few elements of the track and see what I can get out of, you know, say the Polybrute or whatever without without having loads of things on at the same time. You know,
0: yeah, I, I, the thing is, is in this studio, there are every, there are so many different types of inputs and outputs quarter inch jacks, yes. stereo jacks, mini jacks, phonos, and you know, it's just like doing it when you need it, you always you often end up on this kind of odyssey to find the right connector, then the power supply, yeah. then this, and then yeah. that. And then by that, by the time that's done, it's like, oh, never mind, I won't bother, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but,
2: yeah, oh, A package well, comes, just... and uh, and my wife says, you know, she goes to the door to get the package, and she's like, it's more cables, isn't it, Paulie? It's more cables or more adapters or something, isn't it? And <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's more cables. <laughs>
0: yeah. You will end up with a drawer sometime, of, of da- a tangled I've... drawer of things. With I've got a cupboard, yeah. man. Cupboard, yeah, well, <laughs> I wouldn't say how large the drawer was,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> right, I think we should probably... Um, not things, you know, cool things to bring things to an end. I know I've <laughs> messed, I've messed up a little bit with the uh, the way that the the stream has gone, and it's not going when it's got where it's supposed to be. So I've got a little bit of afters to be dealing with, but I do appreciate you all coming to us, Gaz. You're going to be streaming later. What's it? Eight o'clock is our usual time. Is that where people can find you?
1: Yes, uh, Gaz Williams show. Yeah, tonight, eight eight p.m. I'm going to be. Uh... Yeah, I'm going to get my live rig. I'm to, I, I've made a bunch of changes to my live rig recently, and i have tried not to change that too much. Um, so these changes have been more like little refinements, having gigged with it quite a few times now. Ah, OK, got yeah. I've got gigs coming up as well, uh, which are with modular gigs. So uh, I want to kind of talk a little bit about that. So yeah, so if
0: you're interested in that, uh, then please join me. I'll be 8 o'clock, at fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic, and um, Florian, what's next? What's your next video? Can you tell us, or does it have to be
3: a secret? Uh, no, this is a Patreon exclusive. They usually know what's coming up next on Monday, uh, and until Friday, it's a secret for everybody else. Ah, uh, okay, oh. fair enough.
0: <laughs> fair amazing. enough, but the, so when do you? When's your next video release? It's on, it's on Friday, it's right?
3: F- Friday, I think five o'clock PM your time, six o'clock mine.
0: Right. Okay, we look forward yeah. to
3: that yeah
0: no clues yeah okay all right we'll just have well like us you'll just have to get on the Patreon. good <laughs> skills uh, thanks for joining us florian it's been an absolute pleasure pleasure, um, pleasure always nice to have you and uh paulie uh lovely to see you yes. too uh i guess yes. you're back uh, you're 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 back in your uh, rehearsing for live and getting ready for your gig which is That's actually it. coming up quite soon right
2: yeah on um july the 1st with a with a load of other um kind of chip tuning musicians you know one guy's just going to do the whole gig with a couple of Game Boys, I'm like, that's flying by the seat of your pants, isn't it? But but that'll be good. (laughs) So I think what I'm actually going to do is I'm going to make a video about me rehearsing, because I've had a bit of feedback on my YouTube channel that people like the technical stuff, but actually they'd like to see a bit more of just me. You know bumbling and chatting and making silly jokes or whatever so i'm going to probably just do a video about putting that live set together and you know, what's involved and uh, and how to do it, essentially.
0: Excellent. That sounds great.
2: Yeah, it should be good. Well,
0: thank you, everybody, for joining us. Uh, thanks for all of you standing by in the chat room. I know we had a bit of uh, coordinates issues, but uh, it'll all be up there in the end, and you'll be able to see the whole thing. Uh, thanks to everybody for supporting us uh, on Patreon, and thanks to our sponsors as well, Isotope with Baby Audio. Pleasure to have you uh, still with us. We will see you all next week, uh, but that's it for now. We'll, uh, we'll say goodbye and... Um, and yeah see you later thanks for watching take care now bye
2: bye